Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Yes. Hello. It's Rachel. Hi, it's Desi. (laughs) We're informal now. (laughs) (laughs) Having a bit of a week. Uh, having a bit of a month. So last week for a mini episode, Desi told us some great horror stories from former cast members or current cast members of Disneyland that she found on Reddit. I wanted to continue that because we got some great listener emails this week. Yeah. Talking about some crazy Disney stories. Uh, our friend listener, Victoria sent us an email and she said, the second I knew, the second I heard what this episode was, I knew I had to send this in. I'm screaming about this episode. It's so great. I used to work at Disney World as a photographer, and I can confirm the absolute most insane people I've ever seen are in Orlando Disney. <laughs> anyway, as a photographer, I used to work with the characters, and a lot of these things I saw no human should ever see. One of my coworkers was working in Princess Fairy Tale Hall, where princesses meet people like Cinderella, Tiana, etc. And he said that while they were on set, all the photographers, princesses, and character attendants started to smell something bad. Mind you, this is summertime, so everything smells like shit. So they kept working, and <laughs> and then one of the princesses spotted it. While in line, a full-grown woman squatted down and took a huge shit in the corner of the line where everyone could see her because she didn't want to lose her spot in line. So she just pulled her pants down, shit on the ground, and got up like nothing had happened. Oh, and we had this all on video. The room where the princesses meet had to close down for a good hour so some cast members in hazmat suits could clean it all up. Props to the princesses for staying in character. Sorry, my new adopted cat is <laughs> rampaging through the house right now. <laughs> if you can hear that. It's not a rampage of destruction. Dude, he's he's a big boy. Yeah. I adopted a large adult cat. Yeah. And he's my large adult son. <laughs> and he is currently tearing through the house right now. For all of a sudden. All of a sudden. Yeah. Uh that is, first of all, what level of would you have to reach before you shit on the ground? <laughs> like, I can't think of a circumstance where I would ever be like, ah, like you couldn't ask someone to save your place online. Like, I feel like certain if you ask someone at Disneyland, I really have to go. Can I like get back in my place when I'm back? Or, you know, like that is insane to me. Uh there is nothing worth waiting in line for to make me feel like I have to shit in public. I honestly, I just cannot, unless it was like, 
if you are online for like $2 million, like there have to be like some kind of large sum of money involved possibly. I just, but even then I would be like, it would have to be a lot of money <laughs> where, where I, it would be like, fuck you money where I, I could live with the fact that I shouldn't public for the rest of my life. Cause I would be set for life or right, something. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm thinking of many options I would have done, especially to meet princesses. It's so wrong. It's very wrong. There's just no way she had to do that. So Victoria continues. She has another story. She said, also in the same meeting spot, I was working with Tiana, who is from Princess and the Frog, and she was talking with this boy who must have been about four. When he stood up after the picture, there was poop all over her dress where where he was and then smeared across the bottom because he was, because he like kind of used her dress to wipe his pants. She tried not to make a big deal about it, but I mean, we were both holding back puke. Before we could stop, the same boy went to Cinderella and the same thing happened to her. Mom and dad thought it was funny and cute and then then just left after that. Look, if I was that kid's parents, I'd be mortified. I would not think that was funny or cute. I would be like, where can I pay for their costume to get cleaned? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at the kid, but I would certainly be, like, very apologetic and be like, this is my responsibility. Yeah. Like, I'd feel so bad. I can't even imagine a worse feeling as a parent. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's so... There's so so many shit stories at Disney, and I can only assume it's, like, the food. You're, like, in the hot sun all day. There's... It's, like... Hard to go to the bathroom sometime because you are on these lines a lot. Right. You're kind of always holding it in and probably upsetting your stomach. So I just think a lot of shit stuff happens. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> shit happens. Shit. <laughs> she has one more story. I was working with Buzz Lightyear outside Magic Kingdom one time. And mind you, it is at least 100 degrees outside at this point in Florida. After oh, And the Buzz I was working with was kind, kind of just stopped moving. And I knew something was wrong. So I walked... <laughs> So I walked up to him and he told me that he had puked in his costume. So he ran off set to send the extra buzz out so he could clean up. I shit you not, some Karen came up to me screaming that her kid only wants to meet Buzz. She's been waiting forever. It's so hot they can't take it anymore. And I, staying in character, was like, Buzz needs to recharge his batteries, etc., etc. <laughs> she was literally still shouting in my face, Buzz needs to get out here. How dare he leave? Where could he have possibly gone? Uh, now I know there's a person in that costume. She, oh, she, this is Victoria. Now I know there's a person in that costume. She should know there's a person in that costume and it's hot as balls outside. He probably needs a minute. The audacity of some moms at the park is literally unreal. She had to wait an extra three minutes and it was as though I had punched her kid in the face. Oh, and then she asked for quote, something for free because this ruined their vacation. Ugh. I gave her a goofy sticker, which she promptly crumpled up and threw in my face. <gasps> wow. What a bitch. That's incredible. That is like the ultimate Disneyland Karen story I've ever heard. Did, what, what character was she? Was she dressed up as someone? I, I think remember. she was just a cast member, oh, like okay. a general like just cast, a general member, cast maybe? member, right? I'm not totally sure. Yeah. Uh, what a horrible woman. I don't get that attitude. That is so outrageous yeah like if the cast member leaves 
they're not obligated to you. Right. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that shit happens all the time. Like, it's hard to get a picture with a cast member. Or, I mean, with a character. Also, if they're leaving like that, there's a reason. Do you know what oh, I mean? Right. Like, they're not leaving they're to They're totally your trained kid. to be, like, super friendly and accommodating. Like, But, I mean, like, it takes time to get a picture with a cast, with a character. Absolutely. Like, you have to, like, wait there's in a long There's certain times, line. and they're really strict about the times. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Now, we have a, another email that we got that was fantastic. Uh, the subject line alone. Dude, made, when I saw that subject line, I, lo- I was like, I lost it. I was like, this is so good already. I lost it seeing the subject line. This is from just a, a Disney person, someone who went to Disneyland. Yeah. And the subject of this email is, I have been a child in a duffel bag. <laughs> Now, if you don't remember on last week's mini episode, we talked about how cast members have seen some parents try to smuggle their kids on a ride in a duffel bag. Like they're <laughs> like insane. a too dangerous ride. Yeah, yeah. Like an Indiana Jones ride or Space Mountain. Like parents would try to smuggle their like babies in on these rides so they wouldn't have to like, so they'd be able to go on the ride. Right. Which is like super dangerous. This is from Christy. She says, hi, guys. Hope you're well. I'm not well, Christy, but thank you. She (laughs) said, I just listened to the Code S mini episode, and I was laughing about the parents sneaking their kids onto rides in duffel bags uh, because I have been a child snuck into a venue in a duffel bag. Um, Okay, so wait. This is not Disneyland, but she has been a child that was smuggled in a duffel bag. Somewhere. I am literally not surprised that one of our listeners have had that happen to them. <laughs> and I'm actually surprised it wasn't me. <laughs> Cuz that absolutely sounds like something uh, like your my mom. mom was like literally like like hide in the trunk or like put your heads down like to drive into something like she would definitely do that kind of stuff yeah. or tell the waiter you're 11 to oh, get like the well, cheap like all that kind of stuff my mom did it all like I'm pretty sure my mom did the tell tell them you're 11 thing. Well, that stuff is like common, I think. Yeah, but like, yeah, she just did that all that stuff. So she says this: there is a 13 year age gap between my eldest brother and I, and he often got stuck babysitting me. He wasn't about to give up his lifestyle and regularly snuck into movies that were majorly inappropriate for a toddler. Uh, oh, he snuck her into movies. Classic choices include Clown House and Child's Play. My parents were oblivious for a year and he years and he was only found out because my preschool did an activity where they helped us write a thank you card and I decided to thank my brother for taking me to see Beavis and Butthead do America. <laughs> <laughs> I, the teacher asked me how I managed to see an R-rated movie as a 4-year-old so I explained the duffel bag arrangement and that was the end of that. <laughs> Can you imagine hearing that your son had been doing that? And you had, you'd have to be a little bit impressed with that scheme, right? <laughs> that is <laughs> like for a, he's like 13. Yeah. He's that, like, he's 13 years older than her or, um, oh, what 13 year age gap. So she's like 17. He's yeah. Like he's like a teenager. Yeah. But still, that's pretty wild. Like, holy shit. That <laughs> going to see to carry your sister in a duffel bag. <laughs> First of all, why would you even be? Uh, bring a huge duffel bag like that to the movies. Like, how was that not suspicious? Yeah, they think you're sneaking in snacks, probably. Yeah, like, what are you bringing? <laughs> how much <laughs> snacks are you bringing, sir? Yeah, that would be an insane... Like, a four-year-old child is pretty big. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless he had her really curl up into that a ball. That must have been heavy, though. 
Yeah. To sling that over. And I feel like there'd be like a lot of moving. Like what kind of duffel bag was this? Yeah. That's funny though. I love it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. So thank you, ladies, for writing in to the show. I loved both those stories. They're so good. Well, we got three stories from Victoria. Yeah. I mean, they were both. And she probably has like hundreds. Please write in with more stories. Yeah, I you love these cre- Disney stories. You can add content <laughs> for an entire show. <laughs> Honestly, that'd be great. So let's talk about some more cast member stories that I found on Reddit. 
I did not find as many as you, Desi, because I realized like we'd either talked about some of these on a previous Disney episode or we did a bonus episode about cast member horror stories. Okay. Because there was some where I was like, oh, that's funny. And I was like, wait, I've definitely talked about this before. It's hard sometimes because they can be really similar to know what we've talked about. Well, there's a lot of poo stories. Well, I remember once we did a bonus episode and I did like poos and you had done a poo story. <laughs> and I, I was like, we're so mature. <laughs> Me, very like serious professional. <laughs> and like I was telling a story and you're like, I did this post story. And I was like, I don't, can't tell. Like maybe there was another guy who shit on the hood of a car. Like who the hell knows? So this story is uh, from Reddit. They're all from Reddit. And he says, or she says, part creepy, but mostly crazy story here. We had a rich guest come in to Club 33, which... Ooh. Do you know what Club 33 is? Yes. Obviously, you do. Yeah. For Disney, non-Disney adults, yeah. uh, Club 33 is the secret club at Disneyland that is in New Orleans Square, right. and there's a little sign, there's a door that says 33 on it, and you can only go there if you are a member, and the only way you can become a member is to get on this like 10-year waiting list. Yeah. And then you pay like an annual fee. I think you can invite people, right? Really? You can take like a guest up there? I think you can maybe get a guest... Because wow. I know people have gotten like in, like I've known a few people who have gotten in through like knowing someone. Wow. So I don't know. I mean, that could be very hard and maybe you have to pay more to have that privilege. It's very exclusive. Yeah. Like I don't even know celebrities who are members of it's it. It's like expensive too. Right. You have to pay like a fee. It's like dues or yeah. something. Yeah. It's wild. So if any of our listeners have ever been to Club 33, please write into the show. Yes. I would love to hear stories. Okay, so this person on Reddit says, we had a rich guest come into Club 33 for the first time, I believe, and he wanted a private room with some Disney princesses to, quote, have some fun with, and wondered if any of the hostesses or waitresses were interested when we told him we could not accommodate him. What is the scores? <laughs> What the hell? That is disgusting. Ugh. I mean, just, I mean, just the audacity. Like, there's nothing wrong with paying for sex. No, but this is not the time or place. This like, is not the time. Also, everyone knows Disney is like the most square fucking place on earth, especially with their employees. Like, they're not even allowed to have like mustache. Like, they can't have facial hair and, and like visible tattoos. Yeah. They're not going to run a sex club out of like Club 33. Like... That is insanely gross. This is rich people brain. This guy thinks that everyone's available to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's Disgusting. gross. Um, so, yeah. And then that got me thinking, like, are there sex workers who have clients who have a Disney fetish? Oh, I'm sure. But I would like to know personally, like, if we have any, um, uh, any of our sex worker listeners, have you ever, like dressed up like a Disney princess before for a client. Or like an evil queen for like a Dom thing. Is that what you would do? <laughs> of course. I would be Snow White's evil stepmother. She's, well, her and Maleficent, those are the best ones. But I like her because she doesn't have the big headgear. Like that seems like it would be annoying to wear. <laughs> Not unless you fucked someone with it. With the horn? Yeah. Ooh, Rachel, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just being creative. Of course. I mean, you know someone has had that up their pussy or ass, that <laughs> horn. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, I, I think that's... It's kind of pointy. 
It's a little pointy, but you could do it in like a silicone, like a whatever, like a dildo material, maybe. Like you could have a custom made dildo. Yeah. Where it's a little bit rounded and not so or pointy. It's, yeah, it's a little soft. It's, yeah. it's not like it's, a pencil eraser head. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just, yeah, it's like, it's not like sharp. Like, yes. Yeah. Painful sharp. Look, we have to Google this afterwards to see if that exists. A, ma- a Maleficent dildo? Yeah. That's like the crown. It's like a double dildo, too. You could do Ooh. ass and pussy. <laughs> Just shove the whole crown in there. God. This is like a bonus episode. Yeah, this, this is quite dirty. This is like what our bonus episodes are like. I hope your children are not listening. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, but please, write in. Write in if you or someone you know has ever done like Disney play. Look, anything we tell, if you have a good story, <laughs> we want to know. <laughs> It's true. We do want to know. We do. Okay. Again, from Reddit, I worked at a restaurant in downtown Disney in California as a host. James Spader came in once, (gasps) tried to get a table with his dog, who was not a service dog. Um, I told him I would be happy to seat him if he left his dog at the kennel right across from the Esplanade, but I could not seat his dog inside. What if a health inspector came in? He yelled at me so much his face turned red. He told my manager to fire me. Luckily, the restaurant had a patio, and the manager sat Spader down at a table on the patio closest to the exit so we wouldn't get in trouble. My manager actually stood up for me, told Spader I was right. Spader tried to get me fired. This was 10 years ago, and I still hate James Spader with a red-hot passion. (laughs) Such an entitled ass. And since he always plays assholes, I know he's not even a good actor. Whoa. (laughs) That's disappointing. However, Christian Slater was very polite when he came in. (laughs) Why why do you have your dog with you at Disneyland? (laughs) That seems stressful. I can't even imagine how stressful that would be. Like I've never seen a dog ever. How how was it even walked through the front gate? Like how did it get in there? He was at downtown Disney. Like was he Oh, downtown Disney. So he's not in the main area. Right. Uh, Okay, that makes more sense. Downtown Disney is like the space in between the two Disney parks at Disneyland. Right. It's also like on the way to the parking. You'll pass it. There's like stores there. And restaurants. And restaurants. I went to one of the restaurants there once. I did too. The House of Blues, I think. I had a really bad experience at this restaurant that does not exist anymore with my mom at Disneyland when I was a teenager. And we were laughing hysterically because th- that's how bad the food was. Yeah. Like, it was laughably bad. Like one of the entrees we got was frozen in the middle. Ugh, you're not going to downtown Disney for food, <laughs> no. for the food. Like no. it's just convenient. Yeah. It and was- sometimes the reason I've gone was because I didn't want to, I, w- I was like sick of the food at Disneyland and they had like a little bit more variation in downtown Disney, but still not very good. Like not at all. Um, that is... I can't believe James Spader. Yeah. That's I'm honestly horrible. shocked. Like, he wanted to speak to the manager. He tried to get someone fired. Like that's beyond even speaking to the manager, yeah. in my opinion. Like, yeah. That's just like next level. So mean. Uh-huh. I love the vendetta, though. James Spader, right into the pod with your rebuttal. James, please. We would want, want to hear your side of the story. <laughs> We're an equal opportunity <laughs> podcast. We we hear both sides. <laughs> Okay, Uh, next story. I know someone who was a character for a few years. They got me into Disney MGM Studios before it opened. So that's in Orlando. Okay. This is Disney World. 
The first story is that once they were working the Indiana Jones stunt show, and during the break between shows, I look, uh, they looked up into the rafters and saw two dudes, one dressed as Indiana Jones and one dressed as a Nazi, having full-on butt-banging man sex. What? <laughs> this person... Wait. This person <laughs> who worked at... Who worked at the attraction, which is an Indiana Jones like, like stage show, right? Of, uh, and they saw Indiana Jones on his break, fucking or getting fucked by one of the guys playing a Nazi. That's kind of hot, Desi. <laughs> Desi. <laughs> like, how did those two get together? <laughs> Like, What's the story here? Because they're like acting together and fighting, probably. Like you just picture them fist fighting and rolling on the ground, and, and he's then like, "I want that they're fist sec- in my ass." They're like, they're like, you know, like centimeters away when they land and they kiss. Yeah, I know how it starts. <laughs> yeah, give me that fist. That- <laughs> Put the fist in my ass. Because they're obviously enemies in the show. Well, yeah, because <laughs> the Nazi is everyone's enemy. <laughs> well, I think you know it's that tension. It's that like. There's something There's going on with them having tension. to fight each other, and they probably, I just know it because that's too weird. <laughs> and to do it in costume just seems extra like it's beyond furry. <laughs> it's like cosplay something weird. Look, no matter what, no matter how hot the person was, there is no way I could fuck someone while they were wearing a Nazi uniform. I mean, unless you did some kind of role play. No, Desi. No. I'm just thinking for him, not for you. Right. But like him, maybe he's like, yeah, I'll show you. I'll invade you. <laughs> <laughs> like you can picture him abusing him and putting him in his place, maybe. Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Like, okay, good. Not you or any of us. Like I'm not fucking a guy in a Nazi no, costume. No, but I mean, I'm saying that's the role play in The role play is, is like, yeah. He's the dom. Yes. Indiana he's the, Jones dom, is the dom. And he's like, you fucking Nazi. I'm going to show you. <laughs> You want to get punched? You want to get punched in I'll that choke ass? Choke you out. <laughs> Hi, and they, and they, have, they have all those like lines. You know how like action movies have like the little puns? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's disgusting. Okay, uh, go on. Yeah, he would say this belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'd have something. I, I'm not scared of that snake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okay. Uh, the other, this is the same poster. This is, a, again, about the Indiana Jones stage show in oh. Orlando. <laughs> What's going on there? <laughs> oh, by the way, I saw multiple Reddit posts about this apparently urban legend or rumor or like a f- friend saw the Indiana Jones and a Nazi fucking in the rafters. Wait, that happened multiple times? No, it was like someone else saw it too. Oh. Or they had a friend who saw it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly made me excited because I'm like, oh, that means it might be true. Yeah. That means it happened. They're so horny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another instance at this event is that George Lucas, this is again from the poster. The other is that George Lucas was a guest at the Indiana Jones show once. During a rehearsal, they were practicing... <laughs> They were practicing bringing George onto the set in a prop military Jeep that they used for the show. The driver reached his mark and stopped too fast. George wasn't wearing a (laughs) seatbelt. I'm sorry. (laughs) And he smacked his face on the metal bars and windshield in front of him. His nose and teeth were bloodied. The driver faced no consequences, though. 
They just got George cleaned up and the rehearsals continued. Dude, imagine if you were responsible for fucking up his face. See, that makes me like George Lucas because he probably could have gotten someone fired. Yeah. Like if he was a dick. Right. Like he obviously made no stink about it. That's like a good I sign. Think, I think it's a good sign. Yeah. Absolutely. I was waiting for you to say, and then he pulled his pants down and just shit right on the stage because <laughs> he didn't want to get back online. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. Another Reddit poster called Were Kitty 93. I worked in Frontierland at Magic Kingdom. Again, this is in Florida. And there was this woman who randomly started dancing in front of Splash Mountain. Now, it normally wouldn't be an issue, but she was wearing a dress with nothing underneath. Oh, no. And started doing flips and flashing people. What the fuck? (laughs) When some managers and security tried to round her up, she started running and yelling about how her boyfriend was Peter Pan, and she was just waiting for him to take her back to Neverland. Oh, boy. I would love to see that. That must have been wild for children to see. Right? Is Can that you imagine? Wendy? Is that Tinkerbell? <laughs> Mom. Why do I see Tinkerbell's pussy? <laughs> That's how kids talk. <laughs> but I, I wonder, I would love to hear like the difference between like Disney World and Disneyland. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, is there a different type of person? I mean, Disney World is just much bigger. Well, our our uh, Victoria, who wrote in uh, when she gave us those three stories, she went, you know, she went on and on about how like Florida, uh, like oh, really? So there is like an element there that might be a little more. I'm just guessing, like it's way more touristy in Orlando, and they're probably like the people there are probably going to all of the theme parks because there's a ton there, and it's probably even more exhausting and even hotter. And they're probably drinking. Yeah, more. I'm just imagining it's more of a chaotic, like environment because you can't drink at Disneyland. You can't drink at Disneyland. The only place you can drink is at a different park across the way, which is California Adventureland. Right. So I think that just in general, these trips to Orlando are more exhausting. Yeah. Because they're going to all of these places and they're there for a week. Yeah. Just hitting all these places. That's not like a one day trip. Like Disneyland you do in a day. I feel like, I feel like you might do two days, but like, yeah, but like, I feel like that's it then. You're not doing anything else. If you're in LA, you'll go to other LA things. uh, I mean, I've gone to Disneyland for like three days. Before. I mean, I bet you some families come and stay in a hotel and go to a, like California Adventure one day. And there's probably Disneyland. some kind of packages that are like geared for that. Yeah. But, yeah. I just feel like Orlando seems way more intense and it's bigger. Did you ever see that episode of Step by Step where was it Step by Step or Full? No, it was Step by Step. And it was one of the later seasons. So it was like a little weird. But um like two of the characters were like we're going to try to do every single attraction at Walt Disney World during our vacation and it was just madness. I I t- we we talked about this where I'm very good at fast pass. Yeah. Even in those circumstances, I don't hit every I mean, I don't want to go on every ride, but I couldn't even if I wanted to. Like, at best, you're getting, like, 50% of the attractions. Like, Walt Disney World in Florida seems really stressful to me, honestly. I, I've i been, obviously, but the last time I went, 
I was an adult and I went and I got in for free because I was with people who were working. Like it, I, I flew down with my boyfriend at the time and uh, I went there and I, it was raining, like lightly raining the whole time, but we yeah. stayed. And by the end of the night, I remember being on the haunted mansion and I, I was like sweating and feverish. I like came right. down with a flu and then for the next three days I just had the flu and I couldn't even eat. <laughs> so I got really sick at Disney world the Aww. last time I went and the person I was with at the time, that was like the first time I was better. He went to Sonic and got me some grilled chicken and he, he said that I just like barely touched it and then he, he came back, it was all gone. <laughs> and I was like, what am I like a fucking animal? <laughs> Like he left me food and I was like barely able to even put it in my mouth. And then when he came back, it was gone. Like he like took my plate away. Like I'm a pet. <laughs> I don't know why it always bugged me. Like he always talked about how he, he came back and the food was all gone. <laughs> it's like what a cat does. I always, I was always like, do you have to always bring up that part? Of course I ate. I hadn't eaten in four days and I had a fucking chicken breast. Like you're acting like I was just some like fucking ravenous animal. <laughs> Yes, I pounded a chicken breast. <laughs> well, um, okay, so this is another MGM Indiana Jones. What is MGM? <laughs> is that like movie themed, like Universal? I, is? No, I guess that's just the venue where they do the Indiana Jones stunt show. Okay, or they probably just do like uh, various theater shows there. Okay, like. Whatever. I don't know. I've never been to the Florida one. Okay, so again, oh, this is the second confirmation. A friend told me he once looked up into the catwalks at the Indiana Jones stunt show and saw a guy in an Indiana Jones costume bumming a guy in a Nazi costume. He was an employee there for a few decades decades starting in the late 80s. He had a lot of funny stories. Ooh. Here's another story. For instance, the Baloo, the bear costume, <laughs> apparently was the same in the front and back except for the tail, which was located on the center of the lower abdomen piece costume. Apparently during a quick change one time, (laughs) the costumers put the costume on backwards. So Baloo looked like he had a stuffed blue bear weenie thing (laughs) while he was dancing on stage. I can't even imagine how happy that would make me to see. I would lo- I would have lost it in the audience. There's no way. Can you even imagine <laughs> that would, dick swinging? I would have had to be carried out on a stretcher. I would have had to have been like hospitalized, <laughs> I think. Like I would have injured myself. I would have been laughing so hard. Like and I would have injured others. <laughs> oh my god. I would oh. love to see a video of that. My God, that Dude. sounds hilarious. So I found out something interesting. I think it was on the first episode we did of The Dark Side of Disneyland where we talked about Winnie the Pooh allegedly slapping a child. Oh, right. the tri- There was like a trial. Yeah, there was a trial. And I remember I told you how I couldn't find any like news stories on it because it took place in like the 80s or the early 80s. And um, it was from this guy's book, which seemed kind of shady. It was right. like I it was an excerpt from a book that I read and then it was posted on listicles. Like, yeah. this happened. So I wasn't really sure if it happened. I may have found the origin for that story, and this is from Orlando, Florida, at Walt Disney World from 2004. This is from the Associated Press, and the headline reads, Tigger acquitted <laughs> <laughs> Tigger acquitted of fondling teen. 
Ooh, wait, this is taking a turn, though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A Walt Disney World worker who portrayed the character Tigger was acquitted Wednesday of charges. He fondled a 13-year-old girl (gasps) while posing for a photo with the teen and her mother. Jurors found Michael Chartland not guilty of misdemeanor battery and lewd and lascivious molestation, a felony after deliberating for less than an hour. He faced 15 years in prison if convicted. Chartrand hugged his attorneys when he heard the verdict. Earlier this week, he rejected a plea offer that would have given him probation. During closing arguments earlier Wednesday, a defense attorney donned a Tigger costume in the courtroom in an effort to show jurors how difficult it is to maneuver in the outfit. Oh, my God. So the defense attorney made his closing arguments in a Tigger costume. That's incredible. (laughs) I I have a picture of it. Oh, my God. I would love to see video of this. Maybe I can find some. Defense attorney Jeffrey Kaufman first strapped on Tigger's tail and then put on a neck cloth, the enormous orange and black striped head, and two large orange mitts to show jurors how the costume limits peripheral vision and arm movements. This was the same argument in the Pooh case. <laughs> on the stand, Chartrand an- answered no when asked if he ever touched anyone inappropriately while working as a costume Disney character. His testimony and acquittal uh, came on the third day of his trial. Chartrin, 36, said he wrote a letter of apology to the girl, but only at the urging of a detective investigating the case. The detective told him it would make the girl feel better, even though he didn't remember the girl. Um, He thinks the detective was just trying to get him to admit something. Look, I don't know if he did it. I mean, he was acquitted. He was acquitted. Also, it seems seems like um, that he didn't take the offer, the plea. Right. He must have felt like, Fuck you, I'm not dragging my name through the mud. I mean, it seems... uh, Here's a picture from the courtroom. Oh, my God. That's insane. It's so bright. The Tigger costume? Yeah. Yeah. It's really bright orange. I don't know why I thought it would be more faded. That's another instance that I'd have to be carried out of there. If I was like a juror... juror, I would get contempt of court. There's no way. I would be so much trouble. I'm always so worried about being in a jury... Because I know I have a problem with uncontrollable laughing at inappropriate moments. Me too. Especially if they're serious. Dude. I'd have to like put my head down and be like, oh, I'm faint. Please get me out of here. (laughs) There is no way I would be a good juror. Just just on that basis. Like I would be terrible. I think I'd be terrible because I think I'm, uh, I would be like, oh, come on. I don't, I know. I know what happened here. I'm a podcast host. Okay. I've seen this shit before. Oh, you took out a life insurance policy? Guilty. Uh, Yeah. I saw that ID discovery. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be terrible. Uh, Yeah, so that's all my Disney stories for this week. I love these stories. I literally cannot get enough of them. Me either. It's my ideal type of uh, funny story because it's just so absurd with the the wholesome Disney aspect. It just elevates every stupid story. Like... And the fact that they always have to do this demented, scripted cast stuff. Right. You know, like, I uh, love it. On the flip side, the stories I didn't like reading about but are totally believable are the ones Disney cast members who played princesses or or their friends, their coworkers were princesses, how they would get harassed by, like, dads or whatever. Not dads, like, grown men. Yeah. Whoever, like... They might be dads. They might be creepy stepdads or creepy dads, but they were like, 
you know, creepy with the princesses. Ugh. And they had to stay in character. Like, they couldn't be like, fuck you. Yeah. They had to be like, ooh. Well, somebody was like. <laughs> I don't want to kiss the frog. <laughs> no, literally one of the person, uh, one of the princesses was like, yeah, I had to say like, oh, I don't want the prince to find out. Or the prince, the prince wouldn't like that. That's so awful. Don't be mean to workers. They're not there for you and your horniness. Like, yeah, it's so don't, gross. Don't be creepy to people. All you have working. to do is not be gross. That's all you have to do. Right. It's like, it's literally not doing anything. <laughs> it should be very easy. It's really difficult for some people, Desi, to not I mean, be disgusting. I do. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of like online reply guides, some reply guys. It's like, they feel like this freedom to all of a sudden. It's like, how do you feel so free to be that way? I mean, with uh, with us online, like maybe it's even different. But with these princesses, they're not even trying to be anything. Like they're just a character at Disneyland. <laughs> like you know what I mean? They're not even being remotely sexual, right? Um, it's gross. And what do they think's gonna happen? That she's gonna bend down there in the park and, and be like, "Give it to me." It's almost like they love making women uncomfortable. I think that's what it is. And I feel like they think. It's like a power thing. It's a power thing because they know these women can't say anything probably. Right. Uh, and then they probably get off if they do break character. and like, Because I would probably be like, fuck you. Well, <laughs> like, I would probably break character. Like, I don't know. Like, it would be hard for me. This one person talked about who was Tinkerbell and some creepy guy was hitting on her and he was there with his wife and kids. And he asked her if she was wearing anything under her skirt. And so she really loudly said, of course I have something on it. She was like, I, that's a good way to do it. She was like, there's pixie dust under my skirt. Why would you ask? Like really loudly. So the wife could hear. Nice. I like that. That's a good way to handle it. That's quick thinking. Yeah. If I was them, I'd be like, I would be like, have my things ready to go. (laughs) Cause I like that idea. Absolutely. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. So did you watch anything this week? I'm still watching Billions. I had taken a break from it. Now I'm back. It's a really good show. I, I think now I can say I do recommend it. If you like a soap opera-y type dramatic show that's very entertaining yeah. and not too much thought involved, like you can just easily watch it, then I definitely recommend it. I did watch... Did we talk about me watching 90 Day Fiance before yes. the 90 Days? Okay, yes. we talked about that. I finished that up. Um, yeah, I haven't... It's been like really uh, awful in LA. I mean, there's obviously personal things, but also just the weather has been really hot and now it's completely fucking smoky. And it's just really kind of debilitating. It is. I mean, we walked outside. Desi and I, we both went for our shift yesterday at the rescue where we both volunteer. And we walked outside and I was like, this is like scary. I mean, the the air is like thick and smoky, and you it, it smells like smoke, like yeah, nonstop. It's not it's not safe to be outside right now, right? So I just think, yeah, it's just been hard. So I have almost been doing nothing. Like yeah, I feel like I just don't have the energy. Right, I'm like so it's like yeah, I don't know. It's hard. Obviously, I have work to do, and I have to get stuff done. But when I don't, or like I'll push it to the last minute because I and I, like today I was just like it's three o'clock, and I have like feel like I've done nothing. Like, right. I don't know what I've done. Like, I think, I think we have to get out of that mindset. It's like, right. right I mean, now. just kind of like resting. It's like, I need to rest more. You need to rest more. Yeah. It's like, don't 
be fooled by like, oh, you got to be productive. You got to be productive. Yeah. It's like we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. Right. Like there is a lot of there we are we're having a national a global crisis happening. Right. So you yeah. don't need to be productive every day, Desi. <laughs> it's okay. And I think our listeners will understand that this episode is a day late. Like we have really nice listeners. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like a major thing, but you know how it is. You just start feeling like, uh, like yeah. it's like adds to the stress. Absolutely. It's just hard. Like it's like on top of everything, just the weather aspects and like the fires. It's like, come on, like right, like like, like we need <laughs> we, one more thing. Like, I mean, I think I probably told you this, but it's like the one thing I kind of enjoy is like going on walks late at night. And it's like I can't even do that to like de stress. That was like my thing that I would do to kind of de stress. Yeah, and I can't even do that because of the heat. And the fires now, I can't go. Like so, it cooled down, and then the air quality is so bad. I mean, I know other people have it worse. I'm not. I'm not saying that that's the worst thing that could ever happen. But it's just like all these little things just start adding up. Like it's awful. Yeah, I it's mean, so hot. Look, it's everyone's like, going through a rough time right now. It's like I feel like everyone is at their breaking point. Agree. It seems like this week for a lot of people was like a tipping point. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing okay. I would love to hear good news from anybody right <laughs> yeah. now. I would love if someone's like got engaged, if someone's like having a baby <laughs> or whatever, good news. Like just send me good news. I'm depressed. Seriously. Send me something good. Yeah. I want to hear good stories. So are you watching anything? You're still on Criminal I'm Minds. I'm still on Criminal I mean, look, I'm going to be on Criminal Minds for a long time because there's like I don't even know how many seasons of it. And they're long seasons. They're like 22 episodes a season. And I'm on season four. Um, my favorite characters are definitely Matthew Gray Goobler, who's like really um, annoying and hot. Ooh. Yeah, he's like annoying and hot. Weird combo, but No, I'll but take he's... It. <laughs> he, <laughs> I like him. I really like his character. He's like this, like really nerdy guy but okay. he's like hot so it's kind of like unbelievable that he's that nerdy yes because like i don't even know how they cast him in that role because he was a model before he did the show okay yeah but he's perfect in that role yeah. like i mean it makes sense whatever he i think he is kind of nerdy in real life i mean some hot guys are nerdy i really <laughs> <laughs> I, he's, so give me i'll let you know next no but week, i really Matthew. i really do like his character it's like okay a, it's a really fun character to watch like it's fun and the other character i really like is the horny computer technician lady Ooh, she's so horny who's she played by oh god i forget her name right now okay she's really good though okay yeah nice i like her ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I keep hearing about this show, The Boys. Have you heard about that one? I have, but only on Twitter. Is that a show? I think it's an Amazon show, but Andy, our friend Andy, recommended it to me. Andy L? Yeah. Okay. So, but then I keep hearing people talk about it because I think season two just came out. So I'm kind of on the fence, but maybe after I finish Billions, I'll check it out. I think it's superhero based, but it's not like a typical superhero type 
thing. Yeah. I don't know. And I just remembered season four of Fargo comes out on September 27th. Oh. I think. And Chris Rock is starring in this season. Ooh. Yeah. It takes place in Kansas City, so it's probably obviously has to do with the Kansas City mob. Yeah. And is it set in a period? 1950. Oh, cool. So it's way back. Because the last one was more recent. The last period was 2010. Right. Like, so seven so years in the not, past yeah. when it came out. And then the period before that was 1979. Right. And then they did 2006. So this one's way back. I think uh, this is a really great show. Oh, it's if you haven't seen show. Fargo, you should watch it. I'm pretty sure it's on a streaming. It's on Hulu. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited for this. That's good news. Again, watch the movie and watch the show. Yeah, the show's that's really good great. news. I might rewatch the show just I because was thinking that. it's so good. I love the first one with Billy Bob. With Anne Martin Freeman? Yes. Martin that one was good. He's so good in that. He's so good at playing Midwestern. He's really good in that. The Billy Bob Thornton character is insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love him with the bangs. Dude, the bangs. You have to watch Goliath. Okay. You I have will. to watch Goliath. I do Goliath. love Billy Bob Thornton. He's so good in it. Okay. I love him. If any are there any other Goliath heads here? Like, I'll watch it. Me and Brendan have watched all three seasons of Goliath. Like I want to know if there's other Goliath heads. Okay. It's a great show. Okay. And then yeah, that's pretty much it for me. What'd you eat? Uh, I haven't been eating that much good stuff yeah. because I'm too hot. Yeah. And I don't want to cook and I don't want to fucking clean. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Like, What about the bass cake? Oh, that was really good. We had a bass cake last night. We've ordered some good food that yeah. I've enjoyed. That bass cake was good. I would love to make that. And right. I liked it with like the yogurt sauce. Like it was, it felt really light and not overly sweet. Um, I kind of like when a cake like that, when they grill it. Like yeah. that one was grilled, I think. That's very summery. It has like a good flavor to it when they do that. I don't know. I really like that type of dessert though, where it's not overly sweet. You know what I've been dying to make that my mom's made a, a few times before is Nigella Lawson's clementine cake. Ooh. Are clementines in season still? I don't know what the season is. I feel like clementines are always in season. Yeah. Like the cuties. Yeah. I always see those. I I feel like citrus... Citrus is timeless. Is sort of year round now. I'm sure there's like more peak. I seasons. know that the peak season I think is like January, right? But I feel like cuties are always. You know what I love is Satsuma. Have you yeah. had those? Oh my god, they're of course. so good. I've had all the oranges. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I've had all the oranges. Very common sentence. That's. Been <laughs> I have. I have too. My mom always brought home a big variety of food when I was a kid. Like there's but, a lot of citrus. Like we had like she'd be like, This is a pomelo. I'd be like, What yeah. the fuck is that? She's like, it's a grapefruit and a tangelo. <laughs> Do you know that I can't have grapefruit? No, I didn't know that. Really? I love grapefruit. I fucking love grapefruit and I haven't had any for 14 years because they interact with my Zoloft. Oh. It like dilutes it or something. I had no idea. Like I need another reason to be depressed. I love grapefruit. It's so like bitter. I fucking love grapefruit so much. And the so grapefruit much. juice is so good too. And grapefruit is good in salads, like <sighs> cut up. Oh, that no, sucks. I'm sad. But I used to drink grapefruit juice like all the time. That's like my favorite. It's breakfast so juice. sour. Like, yeah, I love it. And bitter. It's really good. Ugh, that sucks. Doesn't that suck? Yes. 
I would be mad. I am mad. There's a really good pressed juice too. That's grapefruit juice with mint. I know, and I can I never that. order it. And I can never <laughs> that's order it. That's my favorite it. one. Like I love that one. Right into the show if you can't have grapefruit because it interacts with your psych meds. I didn't realize that there were psych med foods you couldn't eat. I mean, that's just like the one okay. that I know of. Yeah. Look, you know what? I was talking to my uh, one of my closest friends since I was like a kid the other day, and both of us have like chronic depression and anxiety disorders. And I was like telling her, I was like, oh my God, how amazing would it be one day to just find out that like you've been like allergic to like some random fucking fruit forever that you've been eating that just you don't even think about or like sesame seeds. Right. And then you take it out of your diet and you're like not mentally disabled anymore. Like you're not like mentally a wreck. Right. Like that's my dream is that one day I'm And that it's a food you don't really care about. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Right. Like it's a food, like I'm saying like if it was like sesame seeds. Right. That would be fine. Something that I could like take out. Like if it was like potatoes, I'd be like, all right, that sucks. Right, you might be able to do it, or but something more like broad, like grain or like bread or, or like something like that would be harder. Even though people obviously have to do it, but for, that would be hard. It would be harder, but yeah, if it was something like sesame is a no brainer. Even right. though I do love sesame, uh, it would be easy for me to give it up. I went to the doctor once. Um, <laughs> once, <laughs> well, I don't have insurance, but I went to the doctor like a year ago, and I was like. I know I'm allergic to something. I remember that. And he was like, you're not allergic to a food. You would know if you were allergic. And I was like, no, I have really serious like panic disorder. And I have since I was a teenager. And like, I know I'm eating something because this is not normal, like whatever. And he was like, okay, I mean, it's your money if you want to pay for the test. And I was like, I don't, I need to know. And I did it. And he was like, look, you're not allergic to anything. Oh my God. I was so mad. I was like desperate. I'm like, please just let it be something, anything. I'll take it. So I don't know. But I do think, I do think food does play a role. Diet does play a role in overall well being. Okay, Rachel. (laughs) I'm not a scientist. Desi's the scientist. Desi's the scientist on this show. This this episode is brought to you by. <laughs> I like when you should, have your medical. Did we ever have BetterHelp as a sponsor? I think so. Yeah, I think is this I think why we they did. pulled out. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, uh. <laughs> I think they're good, but do they ever get help? <laughs> Honey, I'm Jewish. I've been in therapy since I was seven. Okay, that's oh what my we God. do. That's so funny. Oh my god! I mean, all podcast hosts seem like you like know, they need they therapy. Need, they need a little help. All podcast so, hosts and the, so better health knows help knows what they're doing. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> if you're um, a podcaster, or a, <laughs> if, if you're a podcaster or a friend of the show, you might need psychiatric help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did this seem like a good idea to you to start a show? <laughs> Are you trying to work through your childhood molestation? <laughs> Are you making comedy? jokes through a, a murder story? <laughs> okay, that's well, we it. We can't then. end on that. Um, oh, wait, what, what did you? Did eat? you wait? We talked about wait, that. You, did you tell everyone about Melon? Okay, no, I didn't. Okay, so last week I adopted an adult cat from. The rescue shelter I volunteer at with Desi. His name's Melon. Um, he's very cute. He's very sweet. 
when he goes in for his dental cleaning in a couple weeks, we'll know more his accurate age. We think he's between four and eight. Right. We're not quite sure. Uh, obviously, I'm still really devastated about Romy. Like, that's not going to change for a while. Uh, not in a great place right now, but <laughs> it is nice to have a cat in the house again. I will say that. Yeah. He's a sweetie pie. He is a sweetie pie. And, and he does like to interrupt the show. You know what? He does like to interrupt so the show. So I think he'll, you'll be hearing some litter. That's what that litter box scratch will be. It's not me. It's, it's not Melon. Desi, it's Melon. <laughs> and, and the rescue also unloaded four kittens on me yesterday. I'm fostering four kittens right now that were just pulled off the street. So you're like a fucking mom. There is five cats in my house right, right. now. I mean, I was laughing at Rachel because I was like, dude, Brendan's going to be so mad at me because you, rest, you you volunteered with me for two weeks and now you have like five cats in your house. <laughs> dude, I'm volunteering and I'm grieving. Like I'm going through profound grief right now. So yeah. there's five cats in my house. They're good to, they'll keep you fo- busy. I mean, they, you know what? That's one thing is it's kept me a little busy in taking care of something else and not myself. Taking great. care of something else. When I first got bottle baby kittens, it was after my car accident. And I was like in my most depressed state. Cause I was like, had a cast on my leg. I couldn't walk. I couldn't drive. I was stuck at home feeling sorry for myself. Cause I had a broken arm. I had like stitches oh, in my head. I, I was like a mess. My knee was busted and had like 150 stitches. Holy shit. Or actually staples. I had staples. That was like the worst part of that whole ordeal was getting the staples pulled out. It was literally like 40-year-old virgin when he was getting his chest. Wait, really? Every fucking staple. And there was over 100 staples. And they don't put anesthesia? They do, but it it still was like, ah, ah, (laughs) like each one. And I'm not like a baby. I'm pretty good with like medical stuff. And it was like, that hurt. Like it hurt. Yeah. Uh, And then I got those... I had a cat that had died to like weeks before my accident, a few Aww. weeks before. So I was like, I'm going to go to the rescue and get a kitten. When I went there, I found a kitten I liked. And as I was leaving, someone abandoned these two kittens in a shoebox. And they're, the people who were there, they're like, we don't have anyone to take care of them. So we're going to put them to sleep <gasps> if you don't take them. And I like actually walked out because I was like, I don't know if I can take care of baby kittens. And then I went back in and took them. Aww. But that was, um, and I have them now 14 years later. And she still has, those are the cats. Those are my cats. And I, that like saved me from falling too far into a huge depression after yeah. my accident because I had to take care of these like kittens. They like relied on me and it just kept me focused. So hopefully that will help you I in hope some way. It does. Because it really does sort of like make you not think about yourself yeah. or like wallow in, you know what I mean? Like it can't always work obviously, right. but like it did help me, I think, sort of not think about my own misery <laughs> like, right? Right. for whatever reason. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. They're cute as hell though. They're, They're really cute. Yeah. They're so feral and so cute. They're really scared still. Yeah. It, we, they just came off the street last Both night. Both of us have injuries. <laughs> oh, wait, we have injuries? Well, we got, because we got scratched when they oh, escaped. We yeah, had like yeah. a moment, like a very Lucy and Ethel oh my God, moment was- when they all ran out and were like running from us all over the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so now they're locked in the bathroom. I made them a nice uh, yeah. bed in the bathtub. Yeah. And who knows when I'll shower again. Well, yeah. That's part of the fun of depression. Yeah. 
<laughs> now you have a reason. <laughs> Uh, okay, cool. Yep. That's I hope, that. I hope you liked it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>